Hi to everyone listening. This is Lindsay, owner of Cannabom CBD Topicals. And this is my podcast, Cannamoms, where we talk to other Cannamoms or non-moms, but always about cannabis. AKA the Cannasexual on today's podcast. She's a sex and relationship coach who helps incorporate cannabis in the bedroom. Ashley has her own podcast called Elevated Intimacy, as well as a new book called The CBD Solution, Sex. She's also so authentic and sweet. I love following her on Instagram. So yeah, I hope everyone enjoys it. Okay, Ashley, I can't begin to explain to you how excited I am to have you today, first of all. Um, Avid Instagram follower, a little bit of a fangirl. Oh my gosh, you are so kind. I have loved your Cannabombs products for years, so I am so excited to be chatting with you and and share all of the ways that cannabis and CBD have improved my life and especially my sex life. Hey, and that is the main reason. If you don't know Ashley, um, she's the canisexual, and basically she just helps incorporate cannabis or CBD into your fun times. I was going to say into the bedroom, but you do not have to be in the bedroom. (laughs) You do not have to be in the bedroom. You can really be pretty much anywhere. So in your own words, what is the canisexual? What does it embody? What do you stand for? Great question. So canisexual is a word that I made up and then trademarked. And it's really uh, a method or a procedure for enhancing your sex life with cannabis. And it's uh, mindfully and deliberately combining sex and cannabis to deepen intimacy and enhance pleasure. And that's whether you're solo or partnered. So I am on a mission to bring more joy and more ecstatic experience to the world and to people's lives. And part of that is using cannabis very intentionally to maximize your experiences. And when you say intentionally, what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is not just reaching for a mystery joint, not just eating, you know, the homebrew edible that your neighbor made that you have no idea what the dosing looks like. I mean, being a savvy consumer and choosing with purpose the products that you're putting into your body or putting onto your body with a clear picture of what you're trying to get that product to do for you. It's not about getting stoned and having sex. Like anybody can do that. You don't need me for that. If you want to really elevate your experience, that's where I come in. Your cannabis tracking template, is that what basically helps people realize, oh, this strain made me whatever this, that? Yes, exactly that. My cannabis tracking template that I created years ago is because one, as cannabis consumers, we all, well, maybe not all, but a lot of us struggle with short-term memory. That is one (laughs) of the effects of THC, right? Um, So I wanted to be able to have a place where you could keep all of that data in a really organized and systematized way without having to hold it in your brain and be like, wait, what was that thing? It worked so great and I loved the way it made my body feel, but I can't remember what it was called or how much I did. So this is meant to actually be a solo activity. The tracking journal is is meant to be something that you try a little bit on your own, write down the effects, write down all the data about what you're consuming or whatever you're using, and then masturbate so that you have a really clear picture of how it's impacting your body without having another person to have additional variables that may not be cannabis related. Okay, that makes so much sense. 
So you're a sex and relationship coach. Do you find that most of your clients are coming to you because of your cannabis association? (laughs) Honestly, none of my clients come to me because of my cannabis association. They come to me because I help them with communication, confidence, clarity, and um, desire. (laughs) They've heard of me because of cannabis. Like that's definitely how I get on people's radar and they appreciate that I'm cannabis friendly, but like not a single person who is paying me right now in my client base is paying me because they're, I'm helping them with cannabis. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. You know, the canisexual, you just assume, well, I did, that these people were newcomers to cannabis, maybe wanted to explore it, but were afraid and needed advice. But that's super interesting. And congratulations. I would have thought that I would have had more people who were looking for that kind of guidance. Um, but in reality, the things that people most struggle with in relationships are things around communication, self-awareness, and right. and how to get what they want. And, you know, certainly cannabis can play a role. And at various points, I've suggested different cannabis products that might help. Certainly all of my clients are cannabis friendly, but none of them have come to me to be like, please be my cannabis Sherpa. Like, nope, not gotcha. one. <laughs> So Ashley has a podcast called Elevated Intimacy, and I actually just listened to the one where you had your own coach on, and she was complimenting you on your communication skills and your, yeah, being self-aware and everything like that. So if you, if anyone is looking for a sex coach or relationship coach, Ashley sets the bar pretty high. Thank you so much. I love that episode. Uh, Dr. Juliana Hauser is a fantastic she's actually a therapist and um and she does coaching as well but i was seeing her for couples therapy for the last year and you know i am somebody who believes that if you are a coach or if you're a helping professional you need to do the work that you're doing with your clients so i have a talk therapist i have a somatic therapist i've had a couples therapist i've done every therapeutic modality you can think of and some that you haven't (laughs) and I really put the work in because I want to have as many tools as possible for my clients when they are coming to me because we all need help. Like we didn't come with this information downloaded into our brains of how to be a human in adult relationships. A lot of us have really bad habits that we learned from our families of origin. And so I get to be like, all right, so what if this went differently? What if you did something that you've never done before? (laughs) Yeah. What if when he says this, you don't get triggered and react and you listen and you're, yeah, open. And the favorite episode that I've listened to of your podcast is the boundaries one. Um, (laughs) That is everyone's favorite episode. Can you just hit that? (laughs) Real quick, summarize like basically what you said. Absolutely. So that episode uh, was featuring my dear friend, Harker Roslin, who is my like high watermark for boundaries. When I'm struggling with boundaries, she is the one I reach out to. And so she came on and we talked about why is it so hard for us to set boundaries sometimes? What happens if we try to make our boundaries permeable? If we try to be like, well, okay, I don't want this to happen, but I'm going to like give a little bit and and accommodate this other person because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. And what Harker said that really struck me in that episode was when you're placing a boundary or when you're not placing a boundary, somebody someone is lost in that. Either someone respects your boundary and honors it, and that's great, and that's wonderful. But if you set a boundary and people don't respect it, then you lose them. But that's actually a good thing because if you, set a bound, if you don't set a boundary, you will lose yourself. There is no loss free option with boundaries. Like setting boundaries means losing people because 
not everybody likes the fact that you're self-assured and that you know what's okay for you and what's not. Some people really benefit from you not having boundaries. And so starting to set boundaries is a really good way to kind of cull the herd in your life and to see who's really there for you and who really honors your autonomy and who would prefer that you just let them walk all over you. Right. Yeah. That was a great episode. Everyone go listen to it. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and I was I was thinking, you know, with this whole like sex exploration thing that you do, some people might have a hard time saying no because, you know, they're trying to let their partner do their exploring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can see that getting sticky and like, no pun intended, um, <laughs> <laughs> with, you know, oh, well, I'm just going to do it because he let me try this or whatever, you know? So, yeah. And not just in the bedroom or not in the bedroom, like we said before, but also <laughs> like in your relationship about, you know, you, I do a lot of boundary work with, with children. That's my expertise. And, you know, you don't say, you can't hit me. You say, I'm going to leave the room when you hit me, you know, because you can't mm-hmm. control what the other person does. You can only control what you do when they act, you know? Right. And it's so crazy how all this kid stuff literally just applies to adults. <laughs> it's true. And I wish, like, I love that you're doing that work because I wish that more of us had been taught how to set boundaries as children. Like, certainly when I was growing up, it was like, go kiss smelly Aunt Mildred because it's polite and it's manners. And even if I didn't want to, it was like, well, I don't give a fuck. Like you're going to get the back of my hand if you don't go kiss this relative of yours. And that is so detrimental to us as children in that we believe that we don't have agency over our bodies. And so it sets us up as adults to be like, oh, well, I don't want to do this, but it's polite or it's manners or I don't want to make the other person uncomfortable. So I'm going to push past my own boundaries and do the thing. And that's literally what I'm spending $150 a session in somatic experiencing therapy, unlearning is my tendency to push past my own boundaries to accommodate other people and like what that's done to my body. Uh, (laughs) Um, But to your earlier point about like, well, what happens when you're trying to accommodate your partner, even if it's not something that you're into, but you feel like, well, they did this thing for me. So I need to, you know, counter that with doing this thing for them that I'm not crazy about there is room for exploration in that way. If it's a conversation, like don't just have that happen in your head. Don't be like, I don't like this, but you know, they did this thing for me. So I feel like I have to like actually say out loud, Hey, listen, this doesn't feel quite right in my body. And I want to talk about it. Like, let me know how important is this to you to explore? Like, what would it look like if we explored it in a way that actually did feel good for me or under these specific parameters where we start and stop at these specific times? Like, I can do this for five minutes and then we need to do something else so that you actually do have agency in that conversation so that you can say, I'm willing to engage in this or I'm willing to like try this thing that maybe I am a little uncomfortable with, but I'm open to it because I want to empower you to explore the things that you're into. But let's make it a very clear container in which we're doing this exploration. And I find that when I smoke cannabis, I am more open to having conversations and less in my head. Yes, definitely. So it's not just the feeling in your body that the cannabis helps with during intimate times with yourself or your partner. It's also, you know, calms down your nerves and your mind. And I mean, for some people anyway. 
I've heard that from a lot of people. And, and the fact that it helps you slow down and be present as opposed to rushing to do this activity and then rushing to do this activity and like getting very cerebral about all of it where you're just like, ah, doing all the things or like checking off your to-do list as you're going. It helps you kind of oh, really get grounded and feel your body and also feel the like quiet in your mind so that you can be clearer about what's going on. And from following your Instagram, it seems like you have a pretty on-board partner. Do you mind explaining your relationship status with B? Sure, absolutely. So uh, B and I have gone through a lot of different variations of our relationship over the past five and a half years. And the current iteration is that we are, what we've come to determine uh, or come to term consorts. So we are sexual partners. He does have a primary partner. He's married. Um, I do not have a primary partner. I don't live with anyone. I don't have a um, nesting partner or share finances with anyone. But he and I have a really deep, loving, long-term relationship that exists outside of the model of, uh, to use a polyamory term, primary relationship so we have really great sex. We love each other a lot. And we spend a couple days a week together. That's, that's our relationship. And we don't use condoms, which is awesome because he has a vasectomy. And oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I love that. For me, as someone who's like child free for life, right. saying I have a vasectomy is a pickup line. Right. Straight I'm going <laughs> to drop some info on you right now. I'm eight weeks pregnant. Oh, my God. And so that's why the vasectomy is on the schedule, because after the second kid, we're done. <laughs> well, mazel tov. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to talk to canna moms on here, but also non-moms, because I don't want to make it like exclusive for canna moms. So sure. I figured this would be the perfect time to start the podcast because I can document another thing that hasn't has sex been documented on cannabis a lot. Do you find because I can't, you know, they don't document pregnancy and, and cannabis, but is are there like, have you in your research found like, I don't know, not ancient, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? There are a lot of old references from like thousands of years ago from, you know, ancient Egypt and things like that talking about cannabis. Uh, and in more recent times, there have been a number of studies, uh, largely self-reported, mm -hmm. where it's like a questionnaire or a survey of some sort where people say either they're answering a broad swatch of questions about a lot of things related to cannabis and sex happens to be like three of them, yeah. or it's a specifically sex-focused survey. Uh, Playboy just came out with a survey on sex and cannabis. Um, Ease did one with Lioness a few, like a year and a half ago. And so there are, there is data out there. We need more yeah, for sure. Or we need it uncovered. I have a theory that we all, all everybody knows, but no one will let it out <laughs> about pregnancy anyway, because that's the same thing. There's so much word of mouth, anecdotal research, like anecdotal evidence from people coming out and saying these things like, oh, it helps me with my nausea. The side effects of the pills they're giving me are terrible. I'd rather smoke. My baby's mm -hmm. fine and healthy and I smoke the whole time, blah, 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 blah. But every study you find is just non-informational non in the end. I just get frustrated with the um, little amount of research like that there are in all facets of cannabis use, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. There is not enough research, which is interesting because cannabis is, I was actually just talking to a Harvard MD yesterday, um, my colleague, Jordan Tischler, who was saying that cannabis is definitely the most studied substance. There right. are 30,000 plus articles on PubMed about cannabis. The problem is that most of them are about the dangers of cannabis exactly. because of the war on drugs. And so there haven't been a lot of like, is cannabis good for this thing or that thing? There's been a lot of like cannabis kills everything, which is yeah. not real. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just interesting how like two totally different things, right? Like kids and pregnancy and then sex. And we have the mm -hmm. same complaint. <laughs> Yep. So let's fix that world. Let's fix that. <laughs> let's do it. You mentioned Playboy. You were on. You did a live for them or a takeover or yes. something. Yes. Uh, so that is first so of all excited. congratulations because that's really cool. That's like the big guns. Thank you. You're I I love Playboy. I got to work with them first earlier this year on 420. I did uh, a Twitter takeover with a couple of other folks. Um, and then I did a uh, handjob class back in May, and I did a sex and cannabis class in August. And so it's been a really fun ride, and I'm actually working on a partnership with them right now because they just released a CBD line. And so they are going to be uh, sponsoring my upcoming sex magic course which will be running from uh, January through Valentine's Day. It's going to be a six-week course called Activating Your Cosmic Pussy. And all of the participants, it's going to be limited to 15 women. And each person will receive a signed copy of my book, um, some products from Playboy's new CBD line, some witchy supplies like Palo Santo and a crystal. And it's just going to be a really awesome deep dive into sex magic. And so I could not be more thrilled to be partnering with Playboy on that. They are such an iconic brand. They have always been cannabis supporters and advocates. Um, Hugh Hefner, way back in the day, was very pro-cannabis. And that has carried through into present times with Playboy. So um, I was really excited to see that they got into the CBD game and that they are so interested in sex and cannabis. Like they invited me to be a Playboy advisor and I wrote a whole, uh, you know, Q&A Playboy advisor about sex and cannabis and, and canisexual was one of their words of the week. And it's just been so validating for me as a sex professional to be like, holy shit, Playboy's posting my work. This is awesome. Yeah, like I did it. <laughs> I did it. It's, I have arrived. Well, not only have you been in Playboy, but we share being in Forbes. So you've also been in Forbes, the Rolling Stone, the London Times. Yes. Like, oh, it's just so validating as a professional to be like, you know, because um, what's it called? Imposter syndrome is real. It's you know? so real. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and then when you get a little you're you're not faking it you're not a fraud you're like <laughs> no it feels so good like 2020 has been such a validating year for me from starting it off winning sexpert of the year for the exvis awards having my book come out being in forbes being in playboy like and congratulations to you on forbes also that is so badass like i was just so tickled when i saw that that article went live yay you it yay is it's us. so Yay us. Um, it's so validating to see your work represented in mainstream media because, you know, a lot of times, especially cannabis and, and for me, cannabis and sex is so stigmatized and like you only get like little, little pockets here and there of press 
And so to hear my name called to to see my name in print, you know, I feel like Elle Woods. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. In Definitely. in the musical being like, is that my name in black and white? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, oh, love it. Your book, you mentioned, the yes. the book is called The CBD Solution, Sex. You wrote it yes. in conjunction with Mary Jane, which is another cannabis company. Uh, what's that all about? That was such a great opportunity. Noah Rubin, who was the editor of Mary Jane, approached me last summer and he was like, hey, we're going to do a series of three books on CBD and we'd like you to write the one on sex. And at first I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't like... CBD is awesome, but it's not the only thing. And I want to be able to write like a comprehensive guide to sex and cannabis. And he's like, no, 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 I get it. CBD is, is that's how the publisher and and we are kind of getting people in the door is, is making it CBD and sex, but you can absolutely talk about whole plant. And I was like, all right, I'm in. Cause it was important to me. I didn't want to just hop on the CBD craze like you know these people selling gummies at gas stations like I wanted to really make sure that people were getting good information about whole plant medicine because CBD is awesome and if you live in a prohibition state and that's all you can get it is certainly better than nothing but if you don't if you live in a state like California where you can get CBD rich products that do also have THC and other cannabinoids that is going to do more for you and so I had the opportunity to really write that book that I, I was so craving to write. And I talked about the things you don't learn in sex ed. I talked about the science of CBD and, and cannabis and the endocannabinoid system. I talked about solo sex and partnered sex and, and living with chronic pain, supporting partners who have trauma, disclosing a positive STI status. Like I was so thrilled to get to write exactly the book I wanted to write. And it's beautiful. Like, Chronicle Books, the publisher, did such a great job with the artwork and it's hardcover. Like, I'm just so proud of that book and the way it turned out. Oh, it sounds amazing. I'm going to have to get my hands on it. Please do. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's really important that you made it a point to include the other, you know, important parts of cannabis that most people don't think about. They think of THC and CBD. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really important to think about not just THC and CBD, but all of the different cannabinoids, as well as the terpenes. Like yes. those are a part that is often neglected that people don't think about. I love your bath bombs have essential oils in them, which are often terpenes. You know, that's terpenes. Yes, the things exactly. that you smell, Literally. those are the terpenes. Right. So, you know, lavender is linalool, citrus right. is limonene, and uh, black pepper is beta caryophyllene. Like these things actually work with the cannabinoids to enhance their effects. And so it's good. Like, you know, I hear people touting like, oh, we use CBD isolate. I'm like, no, why? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> why would you? The, the episode I think that you're talking about of my podcast uh, is with Chelsea Sebera, who is my go-to cannabis science specialist. She's actually a chemist and she co-created and formulated uh, Velvet Swing, which is the first water-based CBD and THC lube on the market and she talks about how cbd is what she calls a promiscuous cannabinoid where it has um weak action at a number of different receptors so it's, it's a very superficial cannabinoid so it's not going to get that deep penetration that you're looking for without the presence of other cannabinoids to help it attach to the receptors cannabis lube let's talk about yes. that for a second i know i get a lot of questions about the one that i make um, what have you found 
uh, works, doesn't work. I have also heard you, my loop says more of a marinade on it. I've heard several people in the industry say that. Yes. Um, yes, so, that is a, a phrase that I coined a long time ago. Yeah, um, and I'm like, I gotta put on. it in quotes because it was amazing. It, <laughs> no, it's, it's great to see that proliferating because I think it's, it's important because lube is very much a misnomer when it applies to cannabis products. It, for me, lube is something that you put on your body when you want sex to be more slick. It's something you apply in the moment to have a specific effect. Whereas cannabis topicals that you're putting on your genitals really need time to, you know, as we say, marinate. You have to let them soak into that tissue, which takes 15 to 25 minutes. So you can't just put it on and expect it to instantaneously start working the way that you do when you're just like, oh, let me reach for some water-based or silicone lube because that makes things slippery in that moment. But cannabis lubes um, are definitely, I think, the fact that you label it as it's more like a marinade is spot on. I was so excited when I opened that package the other (laughs) night. I was like, who said that? I said that. Yes. Yes. And I don't, there was someone who came, I went to a Women Grow event in Phoenix and there was a woman from Canada. Uh, she had her own uh, company and she said the same thing. And I was like, look at that. Look Antoinette at that. Gomez. Yes. yes, that's her. That's the one. Absolutely. She's lovely. We've been on many panels together. Yeah, she's super nice in person. I was way high and I think I babbled on to her for way too long, but it's okay. <laughs> all good she's a sweetie so ashley has two different courses that she teaches i've seen dirty talk and handy skills on instagram are there any others that you do so dirty talk and handy skills are my online courses that are kind of prefab where you can buy them and take them at home on your own time they're all pre-recorded videos with handouts and downloads and things like that and they are available at elevatedintimacy.com I do have my sex magic course coming out in um, the um, the enrollment is going to start right around Thanksgiving and it's going to run through mid December and stop right around like right before Christmas is when I'm going to close enrollment and then it's going to start January right after New Year's and run through Valentine's Day and that is going to be a live virtual class meaning every week we're going to get on Zoom and have a 70 to 90 minute meeting with the participants each one is going to get a one-off session with me for an hour and there will be a facebook group where people can interact with each other so it's going to be a much more um, integrated community experience than my online courses where you just like go to the website click buy and then you can watch them on your own and it's a a self-contained course so you have a little bit of everything for everyone. If you're feeling more I, shy about it, you can buy the courses and do the videos and the work yourself. If you feel mm-hmm. more social about it, you can sign up for the Sex Magic course and meet Ashley yourself, um, yes. which is really awesome. Okay, Thank and you. now I want to talk to you about Betty Dodson. Oh, let's please talk about Betty Dodson. <laughs> May she rest in pleasure. Yes, recently, correct? Yes, uh, she actually died on Halloween. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. Right? She's such a freaking witch. (laughs) (laughs) So Betty Dodson has basically, it's she's coined what you did was is canisexual and hers is body sex. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Betty is the mother of masturbation. She made masturbation a mainstream conversation topic and has been running 
workshops for women since the late 60s, starting like stemming from kind of the consciousness raising circles of the feminist movement of that era. She is one of the most famous pro-sex feminists. And she created these workshops in her home where women would come and the entire workshop is conducted in the nude. She's naked. All the participants are naked. They sit in a circle and they look at their pussies in hand mirrors with lights and they masturbate in a group setting. And it's not like group sex. Everyone's on their own journey, but you're in a group setting so that each person can witness each other's pleasure and celebrate all of the different ways that people experience pleasure in a really affirming way. And Betty is just, God, she's incredible. <laughs> she's, was she an advocate for cannabis and sex as well as She was so pro-cannabis, obviously well before I was talking about it, well before I was born. Right. Betty was very much uh, pro-cannabis. And in fact, she's a classically trained artist. And so she got her start drawing people having sex and genitals. And she had a whole series on that she got high and and drew and painted. Oh, wow. And I got to so, look that up ASAP. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> I actually had the, the joy of getting to interview her and her business partner and protege, Carlin Ross, for Dope Magazine back at the beginning of last year. And that was just like such an honor for me to be able to showcase her work and actually see her drawings printed in Dope Magazine. That was just the coolest fucking thing. And Betty has always been pro-cannabis. Um, at, later in her life, she said that was her main form of medication. She was very, very pro-cannabis and sex. And so I always felt incredibly supported by her in my work. And you were lucky enough to smoke a joint with her before she passed. I was lucky enough to smoke many joints with her and <laughs> masturbate stoned in the same room as her. That's crazy. We have a lot to thank her for. She paved the way for my brand, for your brand. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. super incredible that you got to meet one of your idols, especially close to when she passed. That's that's the universe providing. I am so grateful. I mean, she lived to 91. Wow. So like the fact that I got to hang out with her for her 90th birthday retreat, I was just like, is this real life? <laughs> and I taught a sex and cannabis class to the body sex facilitators who were there. There were 50 women from all over the world, literally. We had Israel, we had Germany, we had Australia, we had all these different countries represented. And I got to teach sex and cannabis class. And at the end, Betty stood up, she watched the whole thing and she gave me a big hug and she said, you're the real deal, kid. And I was like, oh okay, better than Forbes, better than Playboy, <laughs> better than For better than any, any, any media I've ever experienced with the validation of Betty Dotson, because Betty and I say this with love, was a fucking bitch. And if you, Ooh. like, pissed her off, if you, like, she was never shy about sharing her opinion. She was not a smoke blower. Like, if she had something to say, she said it unapologetically. And I, like, honor and respect that about her. Like, she was a badass. If and only so we I could all be like that. But if she said something good about my work, like, she was not kidding. Oh, that's so good. I'm so happy for you that you got to have that experience. Me too. Well, I just super love your authenticity and your realness. One thing that Ashley's really been talking a lot about on Instagram lately is 
ask for what you want. Like, don't sit around hoping your boyfriend brings you flowers. Tell him yeah. you want flowers and tell him what kind. And yes, yeah, just be openly communicative. And if cannabis helps you, it probably will help you with that. And yeah, I just absolutely. really appreciate it's like a breath of fresh air when I'm on Instagram on all these like, not fake, you know what I'm trying to say, though. Um, yeah, there are people who have very much a brand and they yes, speak for their brand posts. and, you know, yeah. there's there's the human element missing. And I I try to be as transparent as I can be. Like just recently I was talking about that I haven't been to the dentist in several years. And so I just went to the dentist for the first time and it was hard for me and I had shame around not having gone. And so many people reached out and were like, oh my God, I haven't been to the dentist in years. Like, thank you so much for talking about this. And so I just... I know that the things that are hard for me and the things that I have shame about are almost certainly things that other people do. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's, let's bring this out in the open because the best way to counteract shame is to take it out of the darkness. Right. Face your demons, the dark side. Absolutely. Well, I'm just going to read something off of your website really quick. Cause I think it's beautiful. Ashley oh. says we are all worthy of pleasure, intimacy, connection, and belonging exactly as we are, without having to change a single thing about ourselves. You don't have to look, act, dress, speak, think, do, or be any particular way to be worthy of all of those things. Aw, thank you. That. I love that quote. <laughs> yeah, I loved it so much. And the last thing I want to know is something that you mentioned you enjoy when people ask you is what are you passionate about and how can we the listeners help support you and your brand oh I do love that question the thing that I'm most passionate about is transformation I love helping people have those aha moments where all of a sudden something clicks into place or becomes clear that had been hazy for a while or people feel seen and understood in a way that they hadn't before and so that's the juice for me and so you know, the way to support me and my brand is work with me, hire me as a coach. Like I'm doing three month packages right now. I'm not doing any more one-off sessions with clients. Like I want to work with you for months at a time so that I can really, really help you along your transformational journey. So like book me for coaching, hire me to teach a workshop, take one of my courses, uh, especially the sex magic course. Like if you're listening to all this and you're like, boy, I want a community of women, especially, you know, just after the holidays to start the new year. I want to feel more empowered. I want to drop the shame. I want to just like be my best sparkliest self. This activating your cosmic pussy class is for you. It's worth it because you will change profoundly and that will impact not only your sex life, but how you move through the world, your work life and your relationships with other people. And I don't know about everyone else, but when my sex life is good, I'm just like a happier person to be around. <laughs> oh, God, same. I think everybody can relate to that. <laughs> you know, and if you can't buy a course or take a course, follow her on Instagram. Check in with her website. She's got so many options from the um, – are your courses still on sale? My Dirty Talk course is on sale. The Handy Skills class actually will not go on sale again until – February for Valentine's Day. Gotcha. So, um, but but the Dirty Talk is available now. It's only $69. I wanted that to be like a really affordable price point. And if you're if money's hard for you right now, I get that. We're in the middle of a pandemic. The podcast was for people who are like, I want to be able to get your info without having to pay for it. Like, 
listen to the podcast. That's fine. Leave a review. Share it with your friends. That's still really helping me. So Ashley's podcast is called Elevated Intimacy, and you can find it on... You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. You can also just visit elevatedintimacypodcast.com, and there's a feed that has all the latest episodes. And I would so, so appreciate if you like, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. And ditto with my book. If you happen to buy the book, you know, leave a review on Amazon. That really, really helps authors like in ways that you can't possibly imagine. I'm going to do that ASAP for you. (laughs) Much appreciated. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I know you've got a lot of sex coaching to do. <laughs> How fun Yesterday to be Ashley. Is my coaching day. Tuesdays are my my big day with clients. This today's a little bit easier. Oh um, good. Well, guys, actually I have my own therapy today, which I'm very excited about. Got to do the work. Everybody help other people do the work. <laughs> could use a therapist. Everybody could use a therapist. You don't have to go through something traumatic, but if you do, it helps as well to have Absolutely. a therapist. Um so thank you for taking care of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, Well, I'll catch you on Instagram. Sounds great. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. And thank you for all of the amazing Cannabombs goodies. They are phenomenal. Oh, you're so welcome. Do you have a favorite? I really love this Mermaid Lagoon fizz. It it smells heavenly and and it makes the water such like a pretty color. Yeah, she's a top seller for sure. Mm, Yum. Okay, well, I hope you enjoy your day and your therapy and do some self-care now that you don't have as many clients. Yes, I will. (laughs) Okay, have a wonderful Wednesday. Bye, Ashley. Thanks. Bye. This has been Canna Moms with Canna Bombs. Go smoke a joint. You deserve it.